0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Recovery from Relapse meeting. Today is December the 5th, 2023, and I am absolutely delighted today to welcome Uti from Germany. She is, came to OA for the first time in February 2012, and now I'm going to hand it over to her to let her explain her ex- experience, strength, and hope. Okay, Ute, take it away, Mel.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much, Rita, and hi, everybody. I'm Ute from Germany, recovered, compulsive, overeater, and sugar addict. By the grace of god and just i want to say a small prayer for one sentence please god put aside everything i think i know and let me be your instrument so just to give you a brief introduction about my um it's a it's a journey yes it's a journey um my first drug is and it it would be still sugar and i realized that as I where I wrote my inventory uh, because I have stolen money from the purse of my mom, and I bought a shell with. Oh, Ria, by the way, is it a, a, allowed to talk about food? Okay, okay, um, and I bought a shell with artificial honey, uh, and I really remember how I was really. Uh, eager to get these shells all the time with our artificial honey, and then after that, the, this is the first memory uh, concerning my sugar addiction. And then I started a diet career. I'm really also not a sugar addict. I'm also a diet addict. I I started with an egg diet. I I graduated with Weight Watchers, and I was really at the gold star. I think three or four times, and I did several. Um, several uh, diets, and the good thing is they they all work for me until I stopped dieting. And so I was for years in the process of either being in a diet or planning a diet. And the third step for me at that time was hating myself that I wasn't capable to stay away from gaining weight. And I still remember my my closet with all the different sizes of clothes because I couldn't stay with the size after the diet. And it's not only a matter for me of the body image, and it's also a matter of hating myself and being emotional really so frustrated, because I never could deal with that. And I remember very well, all these hints I got from people. So stop eating so much. And I always thought, Oh, gosh, this is so funny, I would like to stop. And I can't, I can't, I I do not have an idea how to stop. And I even didn't have an idea. What, what was it that, uh, that I couldn't stop? That is what I got from the big book after years. Uh, But I will uh, talk a little bit more about uh, the start in OA. So, and I just want to show you some pictures of mine. Um, Wait a sec. Have to
0: look.
1: Yep. So this is where I was also dealing with alcohol as well. It was not only alcohol, it was also the food. And where the last two pictures you see, <clears throat> Ute on the left side after the big book, after working, and working the steps, and Ute on the right side before the big book. Pictures are Im- expressing what is going on, what was going on with me when I was in the midst. Of- Put it away again. Wait a second. Still zoom is a little bit challenging for me. Uh-huh. Put away. Can you stop the the the
0: Kevin, can you stop the sharing?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, and um, as I was introduced uh, to OA, that happened in 2012, as I was in a spiritual program in the United States, I was also introduced to AA and I realized I'm as well an alcoholic and as I am an overeater. And I realized—I remember very well my first meeting in OA. That was the first time where I had the feeling there are persons who understand what is going on with me. Never, ever before I had this idea there are persons who understand what I'm doing because everybody else, the normal eater, doesn't understand what I did. So, and I started to work in in Overeaters Anonymous, and I. Started to work the program with the literature, and I started to attend meetings. And I was so ashamed that I didn't go to OA Germany, and that is something I did for three years in the United States to attend the meetings there because I was such a coward to go to Germany. And then it got really worse with my eating problem. And so I decided I want to make one call. I'm calling the office from Overeaters uh, in Germany. And that was four weeks before the country meeting. And so I attended the country meeting and I was really feeling, oh gosh, if anybody knows what I'm doing here, because I'm self-employed and I was so, my ego was so shy and so afraid that they, they will know that I'm an overeater. I mean, everybody saw that I was an overeater, but I thought, oh gosh, they will realize that, and that's really so ridiculous, you know. Everybody could see that I was so overweight all the time. But going somewhere where I could help—that was really a, a huge problem for me. And so I started to attend then meetings, and we also started a meeting on ourselves with uh, the, you know, in our in my home country then, and um, in during that time. I didn't understand, I didn't get really the message because I was working the literature, I was reading a lot, I was writing, I was making calls. And it took me over six years to really get the message I, I'm now working on, and this is the big book. I, um, and it's really the first time where there were some sentences set out of the big book where I within a few minutes, I understood what is going on with me. And that happened, there was a workshop in Ireland and I got an email with a sunflower. So I read that, okay, there's a workshop. And uh, then I thought, oh no, uh, it's not as interesting as I thought. Then I got the second email with the second sunflower. There's a workshop in Ireland. And I thought, oh, they're reminding me. And then it was in my mind. And as the email arrived the third time, I thought this has something to do with you and you will, you'll better look for that. And due to my profession, I have sometimes a lot of appointments in advance. And, but this week, one week before that workshop, there was no appointment. And so I decided to fly to Ireland and I attended a workshop there. And this is just only that point that there was no appointment in this week is where I can now understand this is how God is working, how God is carrying me through this life. In this workshop, Kim G was, uh, was doing that workshop. And I know she started with the doctor's opinion in the big book, big book. And I was there, I was really speechless she was talking about the body and the mind and about an allergy. And she asked us, is there anything, any food, you can remember where you always try to hoard that. And I immediately understood what she was talking about. That was me. I was always hoarding cakes, sugar, I was um, I was hoarding um, maple syrup. It's all the time. I was really very careful that it is always in my home. And also, what I did before I really got the message was that I was eating raw daffs. And I told myself the story that it doesn't it it, it doesn't matter whether I eat it on the bread butter, or if I eat raw dove. So this is the story I told myself. And then she asked us, is there anything you are hoarding? And I immediately understood that I am a sugar addict. And we were going we were going through the uh, the doctor's opinion. We went uh, to uh, to the through the big book. And on the next day in that workshop, there is really one of these miracles that happened to me. I went to a cafe in Ireland and that was such a huge cafe and they prepared everything the cake so wonderful and it was looking so wonderful and it was the first time that I could enjoy seeing people having cakes without wanting that. And it was really the first time in my life. And I still see all these people there in this small cafe and all these wonderful arranged cakes there. And there, I really in that without I haven't done anything except attending that workshop. um, There really God helped me to understand what is going on with me. And since that time, I never, ever ate white sugar again. And I cannot tell you what is what a big relief that is to me that I do not have to have sugar anymore, because that was the part where I always started to relapse. And it was the part where I also relapsed during my time from 2012. 2012 to 2018, over six years, I constantly relapsed, because I had sugar, I took sugar inside of my body. And then immediately, the allergy started to work. And I couldn't stop. And I always thought, Oh, this is only because you are too stupid, you do not get the program. And I didn't understand that this is the allergy of my body. And so Ever since I do not eat sugar, and at the wedding of my son, there is also a wonderful, how can I say, it's not an incident, it was something, uh, something wonderful. The first man uh, from my son at that wedding sat beside me, and they brought the salad, and he asked the waitress, are there peanuts inside? And she said, No. And he said, Are you sure? And she said, Yes. And he said, Please go to the kitchen and ask whether there are peanuts inside. And she went. And so the the next, uh, the next course, they brought soup. And he did that again. Are there peanuts inside? No. Are you sure? Yes. Please go to the kitchen and ask whether there are peanuts inside. And the waitress really, really was annoyed at that point. And I thought he's joking with her. And I asked him, Why are you doing that with this poor waitress and he took out his mobile phone and he showed me pictures he in the emergency room and he said he, he was lying there he looked really like a zombie and he told me. Ute, This is why i'm asking my body is allergic to peanut peanuts and if I take in one shred of peanuts, I will immediately be in the emergency room and this. This small story with him, this this small time with him got me a next impulse, how to deal with sugar, not a shred inside. Otherwise, I will be in the wishes circle of relapse. And, you know, I remember so very well all these wishes circles I had already in my life, over decades of my life. And I don't want to go back to this wishes circle to have this sugar inside of me. And um, as I was, uh, as I was for the big book with Kim, uh, because I asked her if she will be my sponsor at that time. And she said, she will think about it. And I thought, oh, why do we have to think about it? You have to be my sponsor. And she agreed after that. And so we went through the big book and I really understood my whole life, my heart, the, all the decades of dieting, it was all the time because I'm allergic to sugar. My body doesn't care whether it's Christmas, whether I'm happy, whether I'm sad, my body doesn't care whether I'm in holidays or where I am. The body is allergic to sugar. And I ever for this in this lifetime, he has to stay, my body has to stay away from sugar. Also, what is in, uh, because it's it's allergy of the body and the allergy of the mind. It is when I think back to my decades of dieting, when I did the diet, and I started eating the same, I was always expecting a different result by doing the same bullshit. And this is what I understood through the big book. It is you, ha- I have to change that. I trust that this time sugar doesn't bring me to that allergic reaction, and and it is also for me so interesting because I attended seminar courses, spiritual seminar courses. I have a lot of books, self help, self help, books, in my in in my room everywhere, and for me it's a slam in my face. This is one book, one simple book and everything. All the truth I need to live a wonderful life is inside of this book. And this is really, I always when I see this big book, I I'm always thinking, wow, wow, just one book. And I remember also very well, uh, SoA is not so doing, it's not doing so well in Germany, I was talking to my sponsor at that time. Oh, that is really a pity and she said to me ute there is only one thing you need to support oa in germany and i thought oh now it's coming something very important and she said take your big big, big book and sit down with an overeater and introduce the big book to that person this is how you can support oa and in the uh, and it is also just i want to talk a little bit about what I gained out of that and what I understood is I'm a person, I'm really fighting. If something, uh, if a person is telling me something, I'm really, when it doesn't suit with my opinion, I'm really fighting that. And that was really difficult with the big book because it is, there are hundreds of people who recovered from that and fight Ute against hundred. That's a a little bit difficult. And um, I remember also, that in, in the doctor's opinion, it's always the we. And that is what I understood. It is not about I, 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 it's about we. If we do together, we can really get better. And uh, in the doctor's opinion, it is also we must believe that the body of the alcoholic is quite abnormal as his mind. It did not satisfy, uh, satisfy us to be told that we could not control our drinking. So, and this is really that the must is something and this is a warning for me that I have to believe, yes, that I cannot control my drinking I cannot control my eating when I'm putting sugar inside of my body, and also just the parts where I relapsed was all the time, it started always in small portions, I remember very well. And it was once as I came to know my partner that I'm together now in the relationship. He had the idea to put in the cappuccino in the milk, a little bit of maple syrup. The difference between him and me was his cappuccino, he still had a white milk and my milk was brown. Why? Because the maple syrup was. Gaining and I was always putting more and more inside of the maple syrup. And I can bring you all the examples where it always started with a small portion of sugar, and then it really got out of control. It's it was always a small portion, and it is not only for me still that part of the body i'm i'm working as a as a trainer and i'm working very often in hotels and they are presenting all the time in the room there are small pieces of cake and sugar and also this part was When I was standing there, I was staring at that buffet and thinking, I have to go first that I get the biggest bite and I get the most of the cake there. Otherwise, the other participants will take it away from me. And it is always where I was so busy that I really didn't realize how I was missing life because I was so busy to get the next sugar portion. And also... um, uh, that also happened at the wedding. I was the one who was responsible at the cake buffet and there I was already recovered. And I was, I remember also so very well where I thought, oh, these normal eaters are so weird. They are standing inside of uh, beside at the buffet and they are asking for a small piece of cake. And I thought, this is insane. This is insane. I would ask for the biggest piece and I would sneak and get the next one, the next one. And I could enjoy to give them the cakes, the pieces they wanted to have. And I could realize, yes, I am different. I cannot have that. And I can enjoy the time without having the sugar. And yesterday night, or yesterday in the evening, we were uh, cooking Christmas cookies Ten minutes. Oh, good, thank you. And this is now so wonderful. And still, I'm thinking about uh, in my inventory, if I have to make an amends to some persons, because for me, it was, I was cheating on them. Why? Because I was always offering them to prepare cakes for them or small cookies, and it was not about them. It was that I had an excuse to prepare raw duff and eat that. And now I'm preparing the Christmas cake cookies. And if there is sugar from the dove on my fingers, I don't lick at that. I wash my hands and I enjoy the smell. I enjoy how they look in the oven. I really enjoy that. And I do not have the desire to put one of these pieces or one of these dove parts into my mouth, and this is by the grace of God, happened through the big book, and the big book is that part where my, I also call that the one, two, three relapse walls, stopped, because there I really got the message, I have an allergy of the body, and I have an allergy in the mind, (laughs) I have this insane mind, and this is what I got through the big book, and never ever, I want to go back And what I would like and would love is to support people to to get also out of that wishes circle to live a life on a daily basis where they could enjoy the food and they are not always busy in their mind with the food. And it's also at the beginning, I remember very well, uh, as I went through the big book, I was at the beginning, I was complaining about that when I went to a hotel There was this huge buffet and I have to pay for the breakfast all the time. And then I talked with my sponsor about that topic. And I said, you know, I just can have a a kind of scrambled eggs or a little bit of white yogurt and I have to pay everything. And then she said to me, Uti, listen, I would see that like that. If you eat the other part, you are paying twice. You're not only paying the money, you're paying also with your life. And that is where I now I can walk along the buffet and can see, oh yes, this is so amazing, it's wonderful and I enjoy the parts that I can eat. And I sponsored several persons and I remember their conversations very well where they said, oh, if I have to stay away from that and that and that, it is so boring what I have, what I can eat. And that is something where I thought about I never, ever was complaining about that. I was always binging on the same bullshit. I never, ever complained about that, that I was always binging on the same bullshit. But uh, uh, thinking about that, I can't have this. And it's also very interesting. Instead of looking what I can't have, it's it's even so interesting to look. What what is that part that I can have? And it's also so wonderful, you know, leaving the breakfast buffet and not oh, can I get the next part of food because the allergy is triggered. So this is so wonderful to stand up from a breakfast, to stand up from a meal, go away and not think, oh, where is the next moment I can have the next portion. And this is where I... Could get off, could get get rid of, relapsing, relapsing, and relapsing. It is just the one book, the big book, and really staying with that, working the big book, and attending that meeting. And this is what I can offer you, and what I what I told you. And um, I now think the time is over. Am I right? You you have five. Oh, let me see. You have five minutes. Okay, five minutes, then let me just think uh, what I can tell you. Oh, yes, of course, I also thought um, a part uh, as I was in in OA that I thought doing service would save me from really staying away from the food that I can't have. And that was uh, really not the truth. Uh, Doing service doesn't help me or didn't help me that I, I really could stay away from the sugar. That is what I got out of the message from the big book. So service is wonderful and it doesn't help to, to stay away from the food. And, and also, it's just also something that, that came to my mind. We have in Germany two 12-step hospitals and they, there is not, unfortunately, not. They are not working the twelve steps because they are therapists, and they are, uh, they are telling you you can have everything, you can eat everything. Uh, you have to plan that. And I was really in a fight with them, and I realized it does work for them. And I also understood what worked for me. And for me, it doesn't work that I will. Uh, that, well, that I plan to have sugar because it always, if I plan it, if I don't plan it, if I eat much or less sugar, it always is triggering my allergy. And I don't want to trigger, I don't want to be triggered anymore
0: from white sugar. So this is all I have. Okay, That was wonderful. Thank you so much. I'm just going to read a paragraph dedicated to what you spoke about. And it's in the doctor's opinion, for those who want to check, it's XXBII. We believe and so suggested a few years ago that the action of alcohol on these chronic alcoholics is a manifestation of an allergy. That the phenomenon of craving is limited to this class and never occurs in the average temperate drinker. These allergic types can never safely use alcohol in any form at all. And once having formed a habit and found they cannot break, Break out once having lost their self confidence, their reliance upon things human, their problems pile up in them and become astonishingly difficult to solve. Frothy emotional appeal seldom suffices. So